It's time for Forex for the next generation. You can start your own business and become a Forex master with no experience or previous training at all at epictrading.com slash icon 64. Now the most exciting Forex training is offering a robust network marketing opportunity. This is a way anyone can learn to earn extra money, money you can use to pay your bills, money to save, money to buy, whatever you want. This Epic Forex Trading Academy will teach you everything you need to know to become a Forex master. When you sign up at epictrading.com slash icon 64, you will have access to Epic University, trade alerts, live trading sessions, analysis, market forecast, and member support. Sign up right now at epictrading.com slash icon 64. Share the site on all of your social media so your friends can learn about this incredible opportunity too. Or call 844-422-3249. And seven days after you're enrolled, learn how to enjoy an exciting three nights of deluxe hotel accommodations for two adults and two children with the choice of over 50 of the top destinations in the United States. EpicTrading.com slash Icon 64 or call 844-422-3249. Having more fun than a human being should be allowed to have. It's Mikey J on KGUP Presents. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause. Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's time to see Mikey J. Mikey J. Are you fucking with me? That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. was Shoulder to Shoulder and Freaky by Wolves. Today we have a special guest in the house here on KGUP Presents. I'm Mikey J. And in case you didn't know, the band Wolves has been quietly getting traction over the last four years or so. You might have heard their music without even knowing it on NBA games on TNT. And their music has appeared on All American, on the CW, Chevrolet commercials, and even been featured on Huffington Post. And you might recognize them from the TV show Songland Season 2. And most recently, their music's been on Family Business on BET. They've performed all over LA. I've had the opportunity to see them once of all the times that have been performing. But uh, I'm, I'm thankful I got the chance to see them at the satellite. And they just blew me away. And, uh, you know, what's funny is I didn't introduce myself because they were just surrounded by so many people. And I just thought, you know what, I'll just catch them next time. <laughs> the, the funny thing is the next time never rolled around. We were, I was supposed to see them at NAM last year. Our schedules didn't line up and this whole COVID-19 thing just screwed everything up. <laughs> But uh, yeah. we got Mark Avery and Sean Carney. Welcome to the How's show, it going, guys. Mikey, thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Good, Mikey so boy. I, thanks. So it was great to see you last night. That was kind of unexpected. Uh, you know, you posted on your uh, your social media that you had a performance raising money for COVID nineteen victims for um, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what did you guys think about that performance and the other performers and stuff? 
Oh man, we had a great time. Uh, it was our first time actually trying out a lot of this uh, new live streaming software. So it's a, there were a couple little hiccups, a couple little kinks. Yeah. We got actually a really funny story. I don't know if we should. <laughs> tell yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh man. Okay, Mikey. Yesterday, man, this is like so classic, like Zoom meeting failure. <laughs> we uh, set up to do our set, and they told us, you know, four o'clock. That's the time we start. So we we logged on on four o'clock, and we did our set like all the way through, and we finished. And you know, it's two songs, like ten minute set. And we finished and uh, we checked the Zoom meeting and the comedian was doing her set. And uh -huh. we were like, what's going on here? Uh, so I got in touch with uh, the coordinator. There's super nice uh, Zoe and uh, and all those all those folks. Um, and they, uh, in case they, they had our audio and our video muted, so they didn't see us do our set. Oh, and then no. they like text us right after and they're like, hey guys, we're running a bit behind. Can you guys go at 4:40? And we're like, oh man, we just went. And then we we're <laughs> right. like, you know what? We just brushed. We just brushed it off, and we were like, let's just do it again. And uh, that second time was really locked in, so we we're we we're glad. That's awesome. Uh, Sometimes you just you just got to be pros. You know, the show must go on. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely yeah, it was a good time though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're in the middle of summer with no live shows on the books, and you guys. You know, you guys kill it on every show. Like, like I saw you at the satellite last year, and uh, that's like your element. And it's really weird to see you guys just be confined to to live streaming. What are you guys thinking of this whole being locked away? Well, well, I mean that that the word you use confined is a great word. I mean, because that's exactly in some regards how we feel. Mainly because you know, I mean, we can't have our drummer, our you know, our horns. The, yeah, the bass, you know, yeah. I can't run across the stage, you know, Sean can't rip people's faces off with solos in their actual face, you know, right. um, and, and I think that's the thing, you know, when we're doing the live stream, we know it's someone watching, but it's different because you can't see that person and you can't feel their actual energy because yeah. it's energy in these rooms and these venues when we perform, I mean, Whatever totally. energy we're giving, we're giving off. That's great, but we feel and we feed off the energy of the crowd as well. So you yeah, know. yeah. You know when um, I've seen like people, you know, posting stuff on their feeds and stuff, and you're just like dripping down with sweat, and you know your shirts off and stuff. You know, everybody's just jumping up and down, and that's the one thing you can't replicate when you're on live stream. And mm -hmm. you know, otherwise you just look like a fool. <laughs> Right, exactly. Mark, yeah. you need to get an OnlyFans. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hey, maybe I do, man. Maybe you do. The money I'm missing out on. I'm, you know? I'm sure there's some people out there that are just dying for that. <laughs> Very well, so please. Be. I missed your shirt being taken off. <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> Oh, man. So it's definitely an interesting time, especially concerned for all the local venues. You know, I don't know if yeah. you follow NEVA, the National Independent Venue Association, but they're, they've been fighting really hard to get uh, some kind of funding for these venues so they can reopen. But and it's so funny. You you even said uh, the satellite. The satellite. They yeah. just announced that they were going to close down, you know. And, yeah. yeah. And that sucks, man. We were, we were definitely planning on going back there. Yeah, it's a cool, cool spot. Since we played, but, you know, it, it is sad, man. A lot of these very legendary, historic venues that like really broke a lot of bands and really uh yeah 
broke a lot of artists out in LA. Yeah, um, I mean, you guys performed at the Troubadour, and that's the one. That's another one that's in jeopardy. And I know, man. And that's I, a I historical place for real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they broke Elton John and, and so many people throughout the years. We love that yeah, we we've, we've had some of our best shows and best times at the Troubadour. We we've, we've been lucky enough to headline there. I think twice, right? Yeah, two times. Uh, yeah, and and each time it's been it is a energy inside the building. It, it it's a feeling, and it and then knowing that as an artist, oh, you're performing at the Troubadour, where you know Elton John and so many other yeah. greats. It's just like, fuck, man. It, you know, it's not lost on us. And we really hope that it can, just like so many other of these venues, you know, uh, we don't want to see, you know, a number of satellites. And hopefully at some point they can get back or, you know, someone will, uh, you know, help them out. Yeah. It definitely yeah. felt real when um, all the major festivals just got shut down, like South by Southwest. You know, that was supposed to happen like a week and a, or two weeks later after the whole lockdown and and to see that get postponed. And, you know, I mean, that that was just like, whoa, all, all the sport venues and it's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, the sports shut down. So that lets you know how serious it is. Yeah, because that that's like a huge like moneymaker for a lot of a lot of those investors, man, especially the new L.A. Stadium is supposed to open up this year. And I, I'm. Like, how the heck are they going to recoup what, all that money that they just spent? They're going to shut down before they even get started. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. So when we first got on, I mean, you said you were working. So are, are you guys just take, taking advantage of this time and, and writing new material? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We have, we uh, have a, a ton, a ton, a ton of music, you know, um, that we've been working on that, you know, that will see the light of day soon. Uh, probably a little bit later than sooner, like uh, some of the bigger projects we have, but we have uh, some, a couple EPs coming up, uh, one very soon with Cairo, who we just did Dynamic with. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let Sean uh, take over a little bit about that. You know? Yeah, for sure. Actually, man, I don't know if you want to make me the co-host of this, I could give you a little preview. For me? Yeah, I could give you a little preview of... Oh, okay. Our, our EP to come. Mark, is that okay? We didn't really talk about <laughs> the, the one with uh, Cairo? Yeah. Uh, just... Yeah, play a little bit of, of the title track if you want. All right, yeah. great, great, great. Oh, you're the host now, and okay, it's still cool. recording. Cool. Perfect. Gonna share my technology, man. It's I'm telling cool. you, this Zoom came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So, so we got great. the title track of the song, of this uh, EP we're doing with Cairo. It's called Welcome to the Top. Sean's gonna play the title track. A little bit of that, yeah. All right, here it is. <laughs> Cause my life is on the line I've working all the hours Boy, I've stayed before my time If you question my integrity I answer every time yeah. Don't you see these battle scars On my back, I am the gladiator
Damn. <laughs> Whoa, you heard Woo. that right here. Exclusive from Wolves. <laughs> that, uh, you guys are the first ears on, on this. So, uh, wow. Yeah. That is, as Mark said, that's a title track. Welcome to the top of our new EP. Wow. Coming out soon with Cairo. That's lit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you man. guys have worked with him before, right? Yeah, we, we just worked on him on this last EP uh, titled Dynamic. And um, that's, that's the right. EP that we've been lucky enough to get a few syncs from. Uh, this is my house and Live a Legend. We've got a few placements with that. So, we've uh, you know, this is my house, CW, Live a Legend, excuse me, is um, was played um, on TNT, NBA on, T on TNT. So... Yeah, we, we're back with him. Whenever we link up with him, it's something diabolical. It's always something massive. <laughs> He's amazing, it's, man. Amazing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely dude. a big song. And you, you can hear that on so many, like, different platforms. Intros to, like, you know, NFL or, you know, some big film or television show. I mean, that would work yeah. for so many things. Hey, we, we hope so, man. Hopefully, uh, you know, it lands in the next Rock movie whenever, it, it, you know, it gets back to it. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, you know. Yep, your music, uh, kind of like our radio station, it's very alternative, it's very pop, and it's really great. How would you define your your like music uh, roots? What what kind of music influenced you when you were younger? Oh, you want to go first, Sean? Yeah, for sure. Man, I was a uh, I was really in, I was really influenced by alternative music coming out in the '90s, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana, Rage Against the Machine, all those cats coming out of LA. That that sound, you know. Um, I just couldn't get enough of it, man. And LA is my hometown as well. So hearing these artists come up from out of here and working at these legendary studios, playing these venues, you know, like the Troubadour, just really, really inspired me. Um, and so we, we definitely borrow a lot from, from like the LA vibe, you know, the LA sound in yeah. our sound. Uh, yeah. And also mix it with a little bit of the Chicago sound that Mark brings to the table. Yeah. Is, yeah. I so, I mean, we, we, we're we pretty much um, creating our own genre, uh, you know, subgenre, if you will. Uh, and we call it Surf Trap. And, and, and Shine is kind of talking about that, where it's like LA and Chicago, you know. Uh, musically, what that means uh, is, well, like, you know, surf, like Beast Boys or surf music, when you're talking about rock, you know, or the wave, you know, being on the wave, you know, that kind of guitar driven stuff uh, yeah. or harmonies. Uh, and we do a lot of that. And we also bring the bass and the booming bass lines and all those other sonics. And um, some of my inspirations there are, you know, Stevie Wonder is a big, big, big inspiration of mine. Uh, Marvin Gaye is a big one. Michael Jackson, uh, Luther Vandross, Sade. Queen is a big one, Coldplay. And then uh, it's, it's so many, man. I, I could just keep going on and on and on. <laughs> but we realized early on that it's very obvious. Like if you listen to some of these songs, who, who our forefathers and for, foremothers are in the sense of who taught us to get to the point where we're at. Like I have a certain, like Dave Grohl is a big, yeah. big, uh, big component in a lot of things we do uh, in a lot of different ways, a lot of small ways but it's a big way in how he has impacted us, you know? Pharrell, uh, yeah. for, for me, it's a lot of people, you know? Yeah, because a, a lot of your songs, I mean, they kind of blend so many genres together, and that's what I love about you guys. You're not just, you know, you're not just alternative rock, you know, you're not just pop, and throw some hip-hop in there and some a lot of soul into it. 
and that's what makes your music so enjoyable. Um, so how did you guys decide what kind of music you wanted to create? Because obviously you guys came from different tastes of music. Well, well, I'll say this. When the band started, a year before I even met Rocky, uh, who, who used to be in the band, I had an idea for a band that I would be the lead singer. And um, I knew I wanted it to sound like if Rihanna was the lead singer of Coldplay. Mm -hmm. So that kind of already has some identity already in itself. And it kind of led it its way to what the early star was, you know. Um, Rihanna is very fluid, you know. Right. She can sing and do whatever genre-wise. And and if she was the lead singer Coldplay, I think that it would sound some, you know, something like what we do in some way. And yeah. so that kind of gave us the the start. And we knew we wanted to have music that did like stadium size, like Wembley Stadium type stuff. So so knowing those things, we just took advantage of each of our um, individual talents and just brought them together in like one big wolf stew, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know, Mark's really good at this too, but like writing wise, I mean, it's just about being genuine and like doing doing what just feels right, you know, when, when you're right. writing a song and when you're producing something. Uh, mm -hmm. And what feels right for everybody and also like captures the identity of what your brand or what your band is supposed to be, you know? And to truly answer your question, I mean, the the, the first couple of years we were finding who we were and what we wanted to be and what we wanted to sound like, like in a more consistent basis. Because just because you can do these things don't mean you want to just do it ad nauseum. Yeah, or mix up two things in like a non-tasteful way, you know, that kind of Right. Oh, I think we lost him. <laughs> we'll be back. He'll be back. We lost you there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, I got cut off. Well, you mentioned Rihanna and Coldplay, and if Rihanna was the lead singer for Coldplay, I would have actually liked them. <laughs> I, was, I was never a fan. Ah, uh, I'm not telling Chris Martin that. That's funny. I could probably ask you this, but um, what were you doing before Wolves? Sure. Um, we were all, well, we were all doing a bunch of different things, actually. I was a solo artist. Uh, I had my own album that I released right before this, and oh really? Um, yeah, and I, I still do some movie scoring stuff, uh, film scoring stuff. And Mark has been doing all kinds of stuff as like a rap artist, and so and Rocky was doing a lot of writing for other people as well. Yeah. He was doing a lot of uh, songwriting, um, and that's kind of one of the reasons why we started this project is because we wanted to write our own stuff and also have control over when our stuff comes out and what it sounds like and not really have to answer to someone all the time if we're writing for someone else. Right. Um, and also just express ourselves as artists um, because I think that, that we, we thought, we think we have something to bring to the table artistically and, uh, and we have a message, you know, so. Yeah, we, I mean, we have a number of messages. I mean, some, some are direct, some are indirect, um, you know, the indirect one is just like, you know, I'm a black dude, he's a white dude. And you know, that in itself is kind of a message that we, we you move in a unified front, uh, not just because we're in a band, but we're actually friends, you know. Yeah. Um, we have each other's back, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely, you know, another brother that I, I have. And um, deliberately, there are songs like Shoulder to Shoulder, or there are some songs that touch on we just we just always try to be honest, like like Sean uh, talked about earlier. 
And if it strikes a chord with us from an honest standpoint, we just hope that everyone else can connect with it as well, you know? Right. Yeah, Shoulder to Shoulder is one of my favorite songs by you guys. I mean, of course, I played that first. And, you know, after all these protests and the George Floyd incident, um, it, and then yeah, it's an old song. once you reintroduced it, I got emotional listening to the lyrics, like, because there, there's so much division. And we've gone backwards as far as like, you know, race and relation. And it's, it's really sad what's happening out there and what the message that we're trying to deliver and, and change. And, you know, we need to get rid of that police brutality and stuff. And, and that song just like it hit a chord. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Marvin Gaye wrote What's Going On, like, what, 40, 50 years ago now? Maybe even yeah, longer. It, and it's, still, it's still, still like this, man. It's still such a big issue. I mean, the yeah. sad thing is, you know, I, I, when the George Floyd, you know, as egregious as it as it was, and, and don't get me wrong, these things have been going on forever. Like, it's never right. not been going on. You know, the racial right. injustice has always been going on forever. And, um, but I think about, you know, I thought about, you know, maybe pending a new song and I said, well, we don't have to because, you know, shoulder to shoulder is already sadly, you know, it still holds up. And then, and that kind of, that kind of made me sad. Like to think about like what Sean said, you know, it's so many songs, so many people have talked about this ad nauseum over time and it's still, it's still, uh, the, the elephant in the room in a lot of ways it's to some people it's invisible, but you know, it's there, you know, and uh, we just hope that, uh, I mean, we, and Sean and I actually went down to March too. Um, so the way that that looked as diverse as these crowds were, it gives, it gives me hope, you know, that things can possibly get better. I mean, the people are standing up and speaking out in a major way. And if we continue to make noise and, and, and not just protests and march, but actually try to make actual legal and lawful changes and moral changes to some of these hearts out there because a lot of people's hearts and minds that it's messed up out here, man. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to always be about politics and right, right versus left. Mm-hmm. It's about camaraderie and getting together and changing stuff that's broken because that's real the, the, really the focus point. Yeah. It's changing a broken system, changing the mindset of these police officers, I mean, obviously the training of what they're receiving is kind of making them the way that they are and a little more aggressive than they should be. It, it goes down to, you know, humanity. And, you know, just like how uh, I was born, I have a mom, I, I'm a child, you know, regardless of my race and color, like I, I don't have to have my brother or anyone else get shot and killed to know that that's not how things should be. And whether I was a white person or someone else, I shouldn't have to be black to know that that's not the way these things should be. It's, it's less a, a color thing and more a human thing and a good and evil thing. Like if you have good and love in your heart, then it's as simple as you can see these atrocities going on and you want it to be equal for everyone else. Because yep. if, you're, if, if you have a color and your children can walk freely and never have to consider these things, then you should want that for your everyone else's children as well. Right. That's what we're fighting for is the same privilege that everyone has. Mm-hmm. Just cross the board. Exactly. We shouldn't have more police in the southern part of L.A. It, it should just be that. equal everywhere. You know, yeah. the, it also comes down to schools. I mean, that needs to be restructured too. Like funding yeah. shouldn't just be dictated by how, many ta- how much in taxes that area pays. Yeah. It should just be distributed evenly. But Exactly. Yeah, 
I think it's segregated intentionally. So, it it yeah. actually is. It's historically, it was actually done this way, redlining and all these things, how, how all, it's a ton of things that were set up intentionally to make this. Right. And so now we're faced with dismantling an age-old uh, approach of living that's been done in front and behind our back. Yeah. I tell you, man, there's so much to do, and there's, we're only at the beginning of it. And what's sad is that, you know, 50 years ago, when all, all this social justice was starting, like, you would have thought that all this would have progressed and, and fixed itself, but it hasn't. Right. And uh, we're back at the beginning. <laughs> well, yeah, man. It's not going to fix itself, man. If, no. if you get shot, <laughs> that wound ain't going to heal itself. If, if no. anything happens to you, it's not. I mean, we're not Wolverine. You know, you don't got superpowers. <laughs> Things have to get fixed. And, and more importantly, uh, it's not... I mean, the oppressed people, yeah, we, we, we getting tired of getting our heads beat in, but it's the oppressors that can really fix it. The people who have the true privilege, you know. Yeah. Everyone has to do this together to make this thing really change. And register to vote. Yeah. 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 Got to vote. Got to vote. Yes, dude. This right now. Just do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please. <clears throat> going back to your music, what do you guys have planned? Are you guys going to be doing any kind of music videos or, or like uh, releasing any of your like new material? And stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we definitely have um, the Welcome to the Top EP will come out fairly soon. We're just, you know, uh, finishing up, you know, some loose ends on that. And it's kind of been a bit difficult to film music videos, too. You know, right. a lot of things in L.A. Are, have been shut down or the number of people you can have as a crew. Or music videos kind of uh you know we don't want to put anyone in danger or endanger ourselves yeah. so music videos are kind of iffy right now but we will have video content for sure coming like a lot of content will be coming you guys way uh some more pictures more more visual uh content more performances more music everything yeah it's forcing people to be really creative about you know, content and stuff. And, you know, I've seen some really creative videos and it's yeah. all digital and, and people being in their houses and stuff and like merging the, the, the videos together. And I think it's pretty cool, but I can't wait for this all to go back to normal and for the venues to open up and see yeah. a live show because I, I, damn it, I want to see you guys perform again. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 perform wanna, again. <laughs> we can't wait to perform. We are like, yeah. man, we are. And this time too, you know, this coronavirus time, man, we've, we've actually not only been killing it in the studio, but man, we've put in a lot of time in rehearsals, uh, just like really getting locked in. And it's just, I don't know. And we, when Mark, yeah. when this whole thing broke out, Mark and I were like, all right, so are we going to do social distancing? What are we going to do? <laughs> like, let's just keep working. There's only two of us. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, he, I've, I've seen him pretty consistent and it's like, uh, that in itself is, a, I mean, you're only gonna you don't want to be around 50 people or nothing like that if you're gonna see people you want to be a very small very small small circle and yeah. so you know it's been really good you know and uh he's been getting tested I've, I've got some tests and all that stuff too so it's been good yeah i've seen a couple of concerts where people are like parked in their cars and it's kind of like a drive-in movie but it's a concert it's a little mm -hmm. weird yeah <laughs> that's kind of cool <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know the people are just sitting down in their car. You know, when you're on stage and you're just looking at a bunch of cars in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> not the same yeah. thing. I'm I'm waiting for just like the numbers to start going down. 
to start yeah. going down. The numbers need to go down. Like they yeah, just man. keep going up, and people are like, "All right, cool, fuck it. I'm going outside. I'm going to do all my normal shit." <laughs> I mean, I gotta believe, man. It's just like if if numbers are going down in other countries, it's definitely just like it's, people just aren't taking it serious. Like. I mean, even if it's real, whatever you want to believe, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like it's yeah. such a minor inconvenience to just wear a piece, piece of cloth for the 10 minutes you may be around other people in public while you're going to buy a Slim Jim or some shit like that. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I walked into a Ross and I forgot my mask and mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, I just threw it on just, you know, because right. it's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard, really. I mean, nah. even though if you don't believe it and you think that the mask is hurting you, I mean, still freaking wear it. And you're only going to be wherever you are for 10, 15 minutes. It's not like you're going to be there all day. Right. You know, try to be these essential workers who have to be there working eight hours with a freaking mask on. Exactly, man. It's crazy. Well, guys, uh, we're about to run out of time. I just want to thank you for, for coming on the show. I wish you guys the best of luck and I can't wait to see you guys perform and see your new material. Thank you. Thanks, man. I mean, it feels the same way. We can't wait to get back to performing, but in the meantime, look for more music, uh, more music in TV and film, video games, hopefully, you know, uh, yeah. we're just going to just keep trying to, you know, bite a mark into the, uh, atmosphere. I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll get to see you on another TV show, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. Season three. Uh, Definitely. There we go. There we All go. Right, guys. Well, you guys well, have so a good much, night. Mikey. Take care. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, care. Mikey. All right. Peace out, man. Peace out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of KGUP Presents. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode because you're not going to want to miss our next show featuring Chelsea Perkins. From the KGUP studios in Los Angeles, this is Mikey J. I'm out. My DM like a sound Nah, 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 girl, I'm right in front of you You wrote a check that I'm about to cash Nah, 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 I ain't like them other dudes And you ain't got no time to mess around Tell me what you're gonna do
do that thing and operate to shot Make me two of off the flame, I'll make you my fiance Drunken love is on the brain, I guess she Marianne Say I need it in my life, that's right, I need it in my life You are the dinner and the snack, let me eat it up tonight Yeah, you said you were free, so please don't take back what you said Baby, call me your temptation, cause I ain't too bad to bear Whoa.